But like Pentecostals are the ones who are like, yeah, hi, nice to meet you. And then when they're preaching, they're like, hey, hey, <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Brother. Yeah, like, <laughs> totally. did you feel that? Did you feel it? You know, and you're like, what are you, you know? So there's something about <laughs> Do you smell that? You smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> oh, I'm preaching so good today. Welcome to Holy Saints Podcast. Holy Saints Podcast. Shivers. <laughs> Welcome to Silly Graham. Welcome to the Ask You Means Podcast. There it is. I don't even know the name of this podcast anymore, but we're doing it. And today we're doing... It's a very special, um, very special podcast because... Uh, we are announcing announcing Holy Saints Church. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're having our first meeting September 3rd in Franklin. Um, and we've been working on 408 Church Street, Franklin. Yeah. Downtown. Services at 2 o'clock. 2 p.m. Why, why 2 p.m.? Why on that ungodly hour? Because we don't have a church building yet, okay? We're borrowing one. <sighs> Seriously, stop. Just get off my back. Mm. The church is not a building, though. <laughs> Ooh, church nice. That's that's the most Gen Z thing you've ever said. In parody, though, of course. Of course. I, I should just quickly do our um, our Tithely. Tithely, thank you for sponsoring this show. Yes. We use Tithely at Holy Saints. Yes, and it's been an amazing onboarding uh, journey. And we're actually, it has been. It actually has. Uh, their customer service is excellent. They've taken care of me every step of the way, just getting things set up, all this administrative stuff. The features are insane. Get this, you're launching a church. Guess what your volunteers need? Background checks. There's an integration in Tithely that runs all our background checks. Right. Oh, good. Well, that eliminates Gabriel and Chris. <laughs> that sucks. They're gone. <laughs> they're not. They're not allowed within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I was really excited about this idea. Yeah. Well, it's that. Thank you, Tidely. Thank you, Tidely. Yep. Uh, Screw you, Tidely. <laughs> they're trimming, trimming. Uh, <laughs> um, and I just wanted to mention about Tidely. One other thing. Um, oh, you can donate to our church now too, and so go to holysaints.com/give. Mm. And if you'd like to support uh, our church and our launch, feel free to. Okay, great. So today, uh, we, you find us in the middle of a meeting that we started last week on our distinctives. What was it? Two weeks ago, and um, we're we. It was probably the most fun meeting I've ever had in my life until I found out that there were no glass walls. I thought that we were having a private meeting, and then Gabe, because Gabe, Gabe, see, Gabe's not used to filtering. He just he's like used to living in New York and just saying whatever comes to his mind and we have to constantly remind him that we're in franklin and these the hills have eyes so <laughs> yes. uh anyways long story short so i'm sitting there and we're like just kind of like talking very plainly freely. yeah and freely about things theologically etc <laughs> and then we go to, to see then we go down like literally turn around the corner and there's like this person a, there's a they them manning the desk and i'm like oh gosh um <laughs> they anyways, heard all that yeah they heard all that okay so our distinctives do you want to recap what we got? Yeah, let's so far? Re let's recap because we have to do membership today. Um, so number one, historic Christian orthodoxy. We believe that the future church should observe the faith of the ancient church. We practice the sacraments of Christ and center our gatherings around the Eucharist, worship, and the reading of Scripture. Number two, liturgically charismatic. Our services are functionally charismatic, encouraging and fostering prophetic atmospheres of worship, prayer, gifts of the Holy Spirit 
and preaching of Scripture in an orderly manner that is administrated by the eldership. Number three, Eucharistic. We believe that the table of the Lord is an ordinary means of grace wherein the gathered saints encounter the tangible presence of Christ himself as mediated by the Holy Spirit and where the grace to live the Christian life is super abundantly dispensed. I love that. Number four, baptismal regeneration. We believe baptism is a sacrament of Christ, commanded and instituted by Christ, necessary for obedience to Christ, and another ordinary means of grace whereby the power of God for salvation and spiritual vitality are received. Our eldership maintain a doctrinal plurality on the application of the sacrament of baptism, wherein the age and agency are deferred to the parents who are the authority of God for their children. In this way, we allow for both child and adult baptism. Love that. Number five, church government. We believe that the biblical precedent for spiritual authority in the church is a singular leader with an eldership constituted of men that meet the 1 Timothy 3 qualifications. We believe that the Holy Spirit gives and calls both men and women to the work of the ministry, but we also hold the ascension gift particulars of Christ and Paul in their vision and example of male headship. This does not mean that women cannot lead ministries at Holy Saints. Rather, it maintains the overt teaching of Scripture that spiritual government has been given to men by Christ himself. Number seven, accountability. We believe that the senior pastor is to be pastored by a senior pastor, not the eldership. He must initiate, foster, and maintain transparent and authentic relationships with spiritual mentors and fathers. The eldership exists to provide legal accountability to Caesar, spiritual and strategic support for the senior pastor, and spiritual and biblical oversight to the congregants of Holy Saints. Number eight, church membership. This is where we find ourselves. Oh, could we just pause on that last one? People have been asking, you know, Who's leading this church? My wife and I are pleased to announce that we are going to be the lead pastors of this church, mm-hmm. uh, surrounded by the most insane team that we are blessed to be surrounded by, mm-hmm. and done in a unique way that I don't, I haven't seen a lot of, but we feel called to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chris and I are going to be serving as elders at yep. the moment, and John, Pastor and, John Finocchio, yeah, and my dad, yeah. and Joe Champion are going to serve as apostolic oversight for us mm-hmm. officially. Yep. Joe, Joe's official too. That's great. Yeah. And um, yeah, Joe is a. That's it. I'm leaving. Church split (laughs) immediately. Yeah, (laughs) I thought we'd have the church splits over baptism. Yeah, exactly. No, Uh, okay. So, um, church membership. Mm -hmm. What do we want to say about church membership? Some people call it partnership. My dad calls it partnership. I think we should start with why we have it. Yeah, we have. Why do we have it? Gabe, why don't you go first? You be the marble. Oh, I'll be the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Well, I think um, if we're going to be in community, then um, there has to be a distinction between the sheep and the wolves. For the shepherd, for the purpose of the shepherd, but also for the purpose of the sheep, so that they know, you know, and, and... this is a, and th- this is probably why church membership has fallen out of fashion um, recently, because <clears throat> it is a form of church governance that does um, discriminate, and we don't like that word discrimination. But you're but, re- but you're reimagining that word. For the <laughs> I'm reimagining exactly. deconstructing that word. Let's deconstruct that. No, he's recovering. No, mm. I like I like reimagining. That's very. That's his. Thesis. That's his thesis. Reimagining. Yeah. I don't. I, that. Yeah. That's Gabe's thesis. Right. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right. So I would just say that 
there has to be a distinction between the sheep and the wolves. And Paul makes that very clear in uh, 1 Corinthians 5, where he says, you guys are fellowshipping with a wolf. You're fellowshipping with a wolf, and that guy doesn't belong in the sheepfold. And in fact, if there's anybody else like him, um, then they need to be separated as well, unfortunately. And so it's it's to create a safe space. Mm-hmm. That's what membership is for. It's, <laughs> it's to create a safe space. Nice. And... Um, <laughs> it's the original safe reimagining space. safe spaces safe, yeah. safe space church exactly yeah. yeah and and it's and it's just to hold and it and i think it's so the first function i think is is a uh preventative measure to to prevent danger for the sheep and then the second thing i think is to ha- actually encourage each other and to hold each other accountable <clears throat> without a th- in, not in an authoritative way i'm holding you accountable like i'm making a citizen's arrest <laughs> like you know, you can easily get yeah. you can easily Gen, get carried away with that. Gen Z di- discipleship. Gen Z discipleship is I'm commandeering your computer. <laughs> give me the computer. Give, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Do you want to be your, healed? Give me your iPhone now. <laughs> give me all of your tech. Give me the gluten. It's funny Hand how it over. it's funny how. Um, give me your Apple Watch. <laughs> it's funny how the discipleship movement. And He's wearing it the next day. <laughs> I thought that was sealed in that vault. <laughs> yeah, the discipleship movement and all its excesses, like in the '80s. It's funny how like they're de- they're gone and forgotten, and then another generation picks up right where they started. It's like, no, man, we really just we, we just really believe in house churches, and we just really believe in disciple. That because that's where discipleship. That's where the rubber really hits the road. It's like. Oh, so you don't remember like just forty years ago when everybody was controlling each other and telling each other who to marry? You don't you don't remember that? <laughs> oh, you don't remember that. <laughs> right. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, you tithe to me. You tithe to me. You tithe Talk to your to me. you bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. <laughs> and then they then they watch one documentary on Jim Jones and realize how close they really are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The next move is to South America. <laughs> um <laughs> Or so, or Texas, yeah. yeah so I th- so I think membership encourages each other to you know members encourage each other and and you know and we are members one of another in if we're in Christ and so uh, it's a spiritual family idea the the concept of of spiritual family I think has also been lost in Christian you know. <clears throat> mega church culture you could say you know I, I don't obviously i don't want to offend anybody who goes to a mega church but just with the, but, but you're going to hell but I, but you're going to hell and yeah you, you should immediately if your church is larger than 500 people they've obviously uh, they've compromised obvi- the gospel yeah, you compromised <laughs> and you're probably let's going just to draw the line at 500 <laughs> uh. <laughs> no and if, if your church is larger than what can be in my living room then oh, that's yeah. good. You've watered it down. That's you've good. watered it down. Exactly. Yeah, There's no purity. Should be planting already. Yeah. If the seats are facing the stage, it's clearly <laughs> a cult. Um, <laughs> that's if you number have nine. seats, if you have seats, actually, I heard a Catholic the other day on his podcast say that Protestants invented pews. Really? Yes. And Catholics just kind of went along with it. I don't know if that's accurate or true because. If you look at all those, yeah, how did people attend mass? Exactly, all those yeah. cathedrals had had chairs. I mean, I mean maybe not. <clears throat> I, I actually, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. But the Catholics didn't have like it didn't. It doesn't seem like they objected to it. Like they all they were like, oh yeah, great, great idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> maybe church was getting a little long. I mean, <laughs> if church was so short that you can stand for the whole thing and be comfortable, that's 
that's a pretty awesome church, actually, if you think about it. Or well, sitting on a stone. Yeah, that's totally. Stone benches. Yeah. Yeah, there's two there's two positions. hemorrhoids. Exactly. Yeah. Protestants invented hemorrhoids. <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna sit you down for three hours and you're gonna listen to the word. <laughs> Strap in. It's like my bum is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so family, and I think this is a big one too, you know. Um learning how to live together and how to care for one another, especially the household of faith, which is what Paul says in, uh, is it, is it Thessalonians? Galactications. <clears throat> right. Mm, he yeah. says, you Second know, hesitations. Yep. We are mm. to care for one another and especially the household of faith. Yep. And uh, I don't, I don't think we do, I don't think we do church family as good as we could. Certainly I don't think as well as they do in more traditional cultures yeah. in Eastern European con- countries or just European countries in general. Like there's a rootedness and a, I there's a, there's a solidarity that people have in those cultures where if you need a job, they're going to, you know, that you go to a ch- and many ethnic churches, right? If you need a job in an ethnic church, those dudes are going to hook you up. Totally. You're here's, going to be carrying tiles yeah, for the here's <laughs> your lawnmower. five years, but yeah. you know, yeah, it's grunt work. You've You're got probably going to die your... early, but you'll have a job. Here's a shovel. It's your first one. <laughs> Armenian well digging church. Igor will find you work, but you work for with me. We fix uh, the pipes in Basmount. <laughs> then we go to Wendy's and get the two pieces <laughs> It's like the guy that oh. the, the cab driver. Yo, listen to this. So Chris and I, little diatribe here, uh, and aside, and then we'll we'll be back, Gabriel. Um, but Chris and I landed in New York City last week, and we're in a um, we're in a cab on the way from JFK into the city, and our cab driver is from Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Nice. Yep. Anyways, so he's this guy. You know, is that a Balkan state? Yeah. No, oh, Central Asia. It's, oh, oh, it's is Asia. that in Asia? Yeah, okay. yeah. They're like right underneath um, uh, Kazakhstan. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I asked him about. Uh, I asked him if he liked the movie Borat, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we love Borat. We because we hate Kazakhstan, and they got really mad at that movie." <laughs> 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 it was freaking hilarious. Anyways, so we're like doing all quotes from it. It was brilliant. So, um, so he is going off. On, we're, I, 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 so I'm, I'm teeing him up for the, the. Uh, American food. I'm going. So, what kind of American food do you like? He's like, you know, I like hot dogs. I like the pizza. I I like uh, Chase Balgel. You know, like whatever. And and then I go, do you like when when Wednesdays? And Jasmine doesn't know what I'm talking about. What Chris knows what I'm talking about, right? Have you ever heard his Wednesday story? No. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, why don't you tell it? I was with uh, at a church conference, and I was with some Bulgarian pastors. They had come to the conference from Bulgaria, and the entire week they kept telling me they wanted to go eat at Wednesdays, and I I was like okay yeah we'll go and I'm thinking to myself what are they talking about Wednesdays yeah and they, they kept saying it like like I tried to avoid them you know to not have to go to Wednesdays yeah and they finally like cornered me like we're going to Wednesdays so I thought they meant Fridays but they were calling it Wednesdays so we got in the car and they go hey, look at Wednesdays and it's Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and we go in there and you know you go I want a number one I want a number two and he goes I want the hamburger to be his meat <laughs> <laughs> and he will take he will take hamburger one be his meat 
so, so Chris and I are in this cab, and, and this guy's telling us all his favorite food. And so I go, have you ever been to Wednesdays? And I look for Chris. You know, it's like Garth and, he goes, Garth that, and Wayne. He goes, I know that. It's the uh, fast food with gore with ponytails. Yes. <laughs> Go, yes. <laughs> Dead serious. I go, I go, yes. I love, um, I love Wednesdays. Uh, I, I get the hamburger with two pieces meat. He goes, oh, yes, two pieces meat. <laughs> Jasmine's going, Wednesdays? And she's ruining the whole thing. And she's like, she's like, what do you, you mean Wendy's? <laughs> She's like, oh, Wendy's. Oh, yeah, Wendy's. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Anyways, oh long story God. short. Okay. I think two ponytails. <laughs> two pieces. With the two ponytails. Yeah. So, so. If you have three pieces of meat, <laughs> I would enjoy two. <laughs> Even more. I don't know. We're going to have to fl- get a plane to fly in the third piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get. We're gonna have to get that uh, airdropped. So, so church membership. I think. I think that there's a. I mean, think of the Catholic Church. If you're gonna become a Catholic, you have to. It's twelve months, and they make people get catechized. Like they make you essentially become a disciple. You have to know what you're talking about. They take you through the doctrines of the church. It's crazy, you know. So like nobody just like like Protestants are so satisfied with with casual consumers. You know, and 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 I think it's a it's a good thing for somebody to make a conscious decision to to join a church. Yeah, weigh it out. You know exactly, and it doesn't have to be the first Sunday. It's like okay, I'm going to become a, a a member. But what you're doing is, I think it's good for you to have a a core of people who you go. You know, some churches call them kingdom builders. Some churches call them this, that, the other thing. But long story short. Um, I think it's good to have some point where somebody makes a conscious decision to say, you know, I want to know Jesus and I'm going to spend some time, you know, I'm going I'm to commit to coming to church. Uh, I want to learn, you know, I want to become a disciple. Um, I, I want to I know about this community. I want to be somebody who partners with, you know, the vision of, of this church um, and what God is doing here. And and I want to understand, you know what I mean. And 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 in membership, you give people an opportunity to to learn about what we believe about the Bible, what we believe about giving, what we believe about um, community, what we believe about, you know, like our sexual ethics, all of those things. And one thing that has come up, uh, obviously, we've all worked with Dad with yep. PJ yep. Uh, for many years. Yep. And one of the reasons they had membership was for um, healthy church discipline. Say in a situation where there's like a divorce happening or something's getting messy in a marriage, there's there's accountability to the pastors. Um, and they kind of submit to that authority. Well, I, I guess that's a scary word too. Yeah, submit. I think, yeah, I think that it's also important for the pastor's sake to have members, so you know who you're pastoring. Right. Who's just coming to listen? Right. It, it it tells you. It's sort of a declaration to you who you're responsible for. Right. Well, c- c- think of this. I, I, I love. I, let me piggyback on, on what Chris is saying. It's this is not unknown in the world. So, for example, a doctor. I can't just go and see a doctor. I have to become a patient to that doctor. Mm. And once I become a patient to that doctor, we have a doctor patient relationship. Yeah, and yeah, like and, Bob Wiley and and when the rubber Dr. Leo Marvin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when the rubber meets the road, perhaps an idealistic person would say, "Well, you're responsible for everybody." But if you look at the perspective, not everybody wants the pastor to be responsible for them right. and to hold them accountable. Yep. So it almost would seem for for some people that are not going to be members, they may feel it's invasive for the pastor to take an interest in their life and truly try to do more than deliver the word on Sunday morning for them. Yeah. So you have to, it's, it's respect. Yeah. 
I'm going to declare myself a member, and by doing that, I'm saying, Pastor, I feel led of the Lord that you're to, you know, watch for my soul mm-hmm. and to look after me. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, there's that line, there, there's that, there is that um, responsibility that, yeah, they give and you. And this isn't, this isn't, once again, this isn't authoritarian. <laughs> no. You know, this isn't a pastor looking for problems. Although it no, is, no, although no. I would say it's authoritative. Oh, of course. Right. Of course. But it's like, it's not a, I don't think that, I don't think pastors should be looking for problems. You know, I, I think that, that pastors should deal with things as they manifest themselves. And more importantly, oh, yeah, I, totally be- agree. I, I believe that, that people ultimately, like parishioners, are responsible to come to a I, pastor and say, hey, I have this issue in my life. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. so I have you can't a, pastor somebody who doesn't want to be pastor. I have, I have, an, I an, I have an anecdote that explains this. It's kind of good. When I was doing pastoral care years ago, Years ago, there was a woman um, who was in the hospital all the way on the other side of the state of Michigan in Grand Rapids. It had been a two and a half hour drive to go see her. But somebody at the church was saying, can you go so, go see this individual? They're part of my family. And I said, well, you know, they're really, they're not a member of the church, but oh no, we want you to go see him. We want you to go see him. Oh, please. And they just, just really just begged me to go see the person. And the senior assistant pastor said, yeah, you know, go ahead and go see him. So I had to take the whole day to go all the way two and a half hours, other state of Michigan, go see the person. I get in the room, knock on the door. Hello, so-and-so, this is so-and-so from, this is Minister Palmer from so-and-so church. You're not my pastor, get out. I want my pastor to come see me. And I walked out and drove two and a half hours home. <laughs> you didn't even so, say hi? No, I, I couldn't even. I could, I had you a, walked in the door. I had a, I had a card <laughs> for her. I had a card for her. I had a little bookmark oh with a Bible God. verse on it. You know, Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos from the vending machines. <laughs> yeah. The dust still on my fingers, yeah. and she uh, told me to go home. So I did. And more, what's the moral of the story? Well, I mean, she wanted to see her pastor, or she want. She, I wasn't her pastor, so she didn't want me. To, right. Yeah. She wanted to be. She want. She had a connection with a certain person, and she felt like that was the person that she wanted to be there speaking to her. Like I get it, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. So anyways, membership just membership is just a. If you think of it, it's just a tool. It's like, um, it's like uh four weeks uh, that Highlands does and that, you know, their assimilation program. It's a way to just bring people to the next level and then to the next level and then to the next level. That's all it is. It's not, we now own you. It's not, you have to do this A, B, and B. Although in our membership, there will be like a, Hey, if you're part of the family now, we would expect you as a family member to contribute, contribute to the house. Exactly. So serving exactly do the dishes. Clean yep. the, you know what I mean? Like pay guests, room and board. Guests, yeah, exactly. <laughs> guests don't guests don't do the dishes. Only the members are right. allowed. Only a member the members are allowed to have a plastic plate at the potluck. Yeah. So if they're not a member, you hand out plates. Well, I think yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think the the one of the one of the big things that I've members noticed- get members can use the cube. <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 the commune car. <laughs> we, we have a clubhouse car, and it's a cube. How much do we pay for it? Uh, gosh, three grand? I think we paid $3,000 cash for it. And it's, whenever guests come into town, they use the cube. Yeah. And they it's think ca- they're getting like Including this, David Campbell. They're like, hey, can I rent a car? Oh, we have a car for you. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it's the cube. And, and it, has, it has bumper stickers, like more bumper stickers than a vegan Democrat <laughs> from Portland. Portland. We just yeah. got a bumper sticker on it. That's the finger where, you know, you look and you get like two for flinching. Yeah. Yeah. We, we also had, got a Johnny Ham check on there. We do we? Yeah. We had a I think I don't know if we put it on, but we did buy a bumper sticker that said um only gay cops pull me over. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put it on. We never put it on. 
but we wanted to. The rule is the guests the guests do have to put on a new sticker as well. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, hopefully, and we're gonna. Be, anyways, long story short, membership memberships, memberships get members get to use the cube. Use the cube. What are you saying, Gabe? Well, yeah, the the cube should be the like the the church transportation van when people are shut in. They need a, <laughs> church a ride to church. <laughs> the cube goes and picks them up. Yeah, Francis, Francis is driving. Francis. <laughs> There's like an 80-year-old woman who wants to come and the cube <laughs> swings around the corner. Francis will be here. Francis will be here on Sunday. Is he really? Yeah, he's going to be here. He's coming in on Saturday night. That's awesome. Yeah. He's so he's going to be here till December. He Oh, really? Yeah, he's, 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 he's he's coming long he's term. Coming, he's coming for 3 months. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. For, he's, it's a 12-week trial. 12-week trial. Yeah. Intern. It. Intern. Yeah. Um okay, so, so where so, do we okay, start so, with so, this so, point? So what are we saying? <clears throat> Church membership. Church membership is a biblical idea. It's not a man-made idea. It's not a... A lot of these we've been saying with we believe that. Yeah, we believe. It's not something, you know, that's uh, concocted as some sort of, you know, business scheme of making church better, but it's a biblical idea. It comes from um, the fact that we are... First Corinthians 3. That we are joined together in yep. Christ, and that we are members of Christ and members of one another. We could say church membership can be observed in the New Testament. We yeah. see it. Yeah. Well, the, it's the, interesting. The writers were yeah. Yeah, people who complain about numbers many times. They're like, "Yeah, you're counting people." Well, somebody was counting people on the day of uh, Pentecost when it says three thousand people were added to them. Yeah. We need to put on the lucky the doctor. We need to put on that page of the membership packet. We count people because people count. Mm. Oh, beautiful. That's so good. Christian Hallmark cards. Actually, that's a tattoo. That's Chris's first tattoo. <laughs> Beautiful tattoo. It's his eyebrows overall. <laughs> yeah. No, he's gonna get an under eye. We we count people. <laughs> we, be- people we believe count. that we believe that church membership can can be observed in the New Testament. That in, in a sense, you could say that it's it's confirming what you already are as a Christian. Agreed. Right. So, so, and, and that's one thing I think to qualify what I said earlier about separating sheep from, from wolves. Sometimes people can have this sort of uh, cultural narcissism in their lo- local church. Like, we're the real Christians in, the, in this church. Only the real Christians go to our church. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, really? You know, so like, you know, ba- like Baptists, essentially. No. House churches. Um, house churches. Yeah, exactly. But, it's not to say that if you're not a member of our church, you're a wolf. It's Even, it's to right. say it's to say no. If you're a member of our church, be a member somewhere. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. You should be. Yeah. You should be have a, a member home. in a church. Have you a should home. have a home. You should what's have a funny, church family yeah. Yeah. that what's you funny, identify with. What's funny about those types of house, house churches is that they're leaving authoritarian type models because the leaders centralize themselves, but then they develop language in the house church to centralize themselves. Right. Exactly. <laughs> We're the real church. B- bottom line, yeah, is we're the one true. We're the one true church. First, of Franklin. <laughs> first, all the other five hundred churches in Franklin are like what? <laughs> the first Peter one or one, uh, one Peter two four. Um, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up into a spiritual house, right? And I think that my guess is Peter's not sitting, not sitting there talking about the universal or the invisible church. He's he's talking to local churches. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what they were. They, Paul and Peter, when they're talking to chur- talking about churches, obviously there's the universal church or the you know the invisible church, the church of all that collection of all saints, past, present, mm-hmm. future, whatever. But these guys were local church 
builders. Visible what, church. Visible church. Yeah. Exactly. And so when Peter's writing <clears throat> and he's saying, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, he's not saying this esoterically. He's saying this very, very like concretely. Exoterically. Yeah. He's saying he he's saying it in the Acts two idea that they, the the church gathered together daily. They continued in the apostles' doctrine, you know, house to house and in the temple, you know. And we see and we see that Acts two forty two to forty seven um, church the, the life of the church. And so, to me, what I would say is this: I would say that uh, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, right? So the gathering creates the and facilitates the function. The worship. Yes, correct. The function and the worship of the priest. Or exa- exactly. So uh, what do you guys think about this? Church membership. We believe that church membership can be observed in the New Testament. I love that language, Chris. That it confirms the spiritual vitality of a believer. Gabe, that's what you were kind of saying. Yeah. That it empowers the priesthood of a believer. And the spiritual growth. Priesthood and spiritual growth. Yeah. Priesthood and and priesthood of a believer and facilitates spiritual growth. Yeah, or, yeah facilitates spiritual growth. Und, and should we mention under spiritual authority? or I think you could say in, instead of under, you could say it's, it facilitates spiritual growth in the context of, 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 um, you know, of, of relationships, of church relationships. Right, and those relationships are absolutely there's there the fivefold. Well, gift. there's I, I do think the language of shepherd and sheep is important. Yeah, okay. So following and, and I would facilitate say, spiritual growth. I would say following the leadership of the local body of of believers, following the leadership of the of the uh, particular local church that you're that you belong to. You know, we, yeah. we believe that the <clears throat> the leadership should play a role in leading people. Choosing, choosing your mate. <laughs> choosing yes, we your select. Mate. Yes, yes. We, we exactly. We pre-select everything. Okay, so, so how, do, how how do you guys like this? We believe that the church mem- that church membership can be observed in the New Testament. That it confirms the spiritual vitality of a believer. Yeah, God added to the church daily those He was saving. Right. It can. Mm-hmm. It it absolutely confirms the vitality, the spiritual vitality of a believer. That it empowers the priesthood of a believer, that's 1 Peter 2, and facilitates spiritual growth in the context of the shepherding leadership of a local congregation. You yeah, like that? that's great. Yeah, I don't think you have to overcomplicate it. No. Yeah, just that's a good point. It's okay. very, yeah. Okay, boom. It's very concise. All right, what else? Do we have a number, a number nine? So we have, so far we have historic Christian orthodoxy, liturgically charismatic, I Eucharistic. Also think that I ba- al- hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Go baptismal ahead. regeneration, church government, Accountability, church membership. What else? Well, I think on that last point, on that last point, maybe I don't know if you want to add this as like an appendix. An appendix. Yes. But if we're going to talk about the potential for excommunication, mm-hmm. if that ever takes place, excommunicado. Excommunicado. We have to call it excommunicado. In, in John Wick. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> if if we're going to talk about the intercontinental that. is no longer home for you, Jonathan. <laughs> He killed my dog. <laughs> so I think that ex- excommunication can only happen to members, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't excommunicate someone who's not, who's, who doesn't care about, you know, like, yeah. like there should not be excommunication yeah. from the, everyone is welcome to come to church. Yeah. 
right? Absolutely. Everyone is welcome to come yeah, to church. Yeah, but if a dude is beating the snot out of his wife and he's unrepentant, he's not coming to church. Right, but he would probably be at that point known by the church. And yeah, absolutely. In that case, probably a member. Yeah. I'm just saying it's difficult yeah. to, uh, outside of like this guy has like criminal history or something like that. You he's know, been, he shouldn't been, be around yeah. or something like that. Or if a dude is if a dude is sleeping around in the church and and we go we go hey, you know like we 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 heard what happened, you know so stop right and he's like and he's not repentant. He's like bye. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. You're not welcome. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to like you have to, you know like we have we we have an obligation to create a safe <clears throat> space. Absolutely. For people, that's why we have we have background checks for people who work in kids ministry. Yeah, that's why we're gonna have you know adults never alone with a child, right? Ever, unless it's your own kid. You know what right. I mean? Even then, yeah. I'm suspicious. Me too. Just, you know Me what I mean? Too. I call. I call. Uh, yeah, the, I called Brian the other day. I'm like, I saw Tiff with your three kids. Yeah. You know, I just didn't like it. I call child <laughs> services literally yeah. every time I go to the yeah. mall. Anytime I see a, a parent, if, with if one I child, see a yeah. mother yelling at her ch- children, I yeah. call. I I have child You're services speed on speed dial. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Immediately, I get, and it's in my Bluetooth. It's in my earbuds, yeah. so they don't even know that I'm making the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I t- I typically I'll follow them for about, about ten paces behind and just start to describe what they're wearing. Exactly. She has jeans on. Yep, she's wearing a really tacky shirt from from cotton about on. 250 250 pounds yeah she's just waddling down there yeah no um <laughs> you so, talking about tiff <laughs> <laughs> yes or my own sister yes okay so very short hair so then do we do we need a do we need do we need a statement on church discipline <laughs> well no i i would just say or you do, can add an addendum you, yeah, you can have fits. an addendum okay, so at the, the end point. of that okay. saying that it's not as, an addendum, as regards part of the as regards church discipline yeah um we we would say that membership would be a, a prerequisite for church discipline is what i'm that's sort of what i'm saying <clears throat> in what in mentioning that well because paul says paul says i'm not talking about the people that are in the world right i don't judge the world i don't judge the world totally that's why the world is welcome if they want to come yeah that you're welcome to come yeah um would you like would you let hitler come to come to a service Oh, which That's I have really a perfect difficult. ad that we can do right here. Josh Bridell just dropped a course on Bonhoeffer. Bonhoeffer? Bonhoeffer. It's Bonhoeffer. Eight, uh, seven lessons, oh, six lessons. I mean, Bonhoeffer. Oh, bo- tell him the Bonhoeffer. <laughs> so, we so we're on our cab, wait, uh, our, on our way to uh, Eric Metax didn't take a cab. We just walked up Lafayette and uh, go up to Union Square and um, at the TBN thing, thing over there. And we're at his, um, on a show last Monday. And so we're walking up and we're talking and Chris is like, what if we started to um, t- like talk to uh, like every time we talk about Bonhoeffer, we do. Because he wrote say, a book on Bonhoeffer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. And so but there's like all this scholarship like Bonhoeffer is kind of like a political hot potato, you know, like people on the left say, oh, no, he wasn't. He, he was actually nonviolent, you know, like and then right. Eric's like, no, he was actually revolutionary. And, blah, 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 blah. and so. Basically, you could go, well, we've been doing some scholarship and, you know, maybe Bonhoeffer isn't actually a real person. Maybe he was actually, maybe he was a construct. He was an insurgent. Yeah, like, we were saying, yeah, like he's a, con- he's a construct. Like he's yeah. not a real person and people constructed the idea of Bonhoeffer. Like if he asked, like, what's your research in? I was going to say, well, you know, I've been studying uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Bonhoeffer. <laughs> 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 and we discovered that he's a construct. So every time we said Bonhoeffer, we'd go, 
Bonhoeffer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of that, you guys were promoting this book on the Bonhoeffer, uh, on the Bonhoeffer, on the Metaxas show. Yeah. And uh, we're going to give away this signed copy by Suede Silver oh, that's from last sick. episode. He, cool. he doodled it. Um, what you have to do is email wahwahwah at theosu.ca. Sammy, if you could put that in the lower W-A-H, W-A-H, W-A-H. At theosu.ca. At yeah. And um, you have to tell us why you think you should get this book, and we'll decide on the next show. We need, an, we need some funny emails at Theosu. I think we need nobody cares about you at theosu.ca. We need that. Nobody okay. cares about you. Okay. We need um, you're probably going to hell. At theosu.ca. And these are real emails. Absolutely. You're probably, you are, you, I'll just say probably going to hell. Or you probably, probably going to hell. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm in jail. Amen. I'm in jail. I'm in jail at theosu.ca. That's right. The <laughs> Is thing. that a complaint? I'm Oscar. <laughs> Is that a complaint? Is that a complaint? Is that, yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. I don't know. Anyways. Back to the show. By the way, I've noticed like on the comment section at the, on the, on the, meme page nobody is saying like is that a complaint anymore and there's so many complaints so many people are like we need to call get back in the comments people yeah get back in the comments we've been defend the we've been ultra strict in the comment section lately just no tolerance really straight to jail i've been in a bad mood. that's another one straight to jail (laughs) i've been in quite a bad mood lately just you know and uh so i haven't had much tolerance and patience for comments just Mm. Going to jail. A real reign of terror by Chris Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we have to finish this um, excommunication point on uh, church membership. We acknowledge that church membership also exists uh, in the case of uh, excommunication defined by this scenario. Will this be be what? Will this be in the church bookstore? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we we recognize that church uh, excommunication is also uh, biblical and would <clears throat> would affect membership, or would would be um, exclusively applied to members. Nate, you, can you type this? Yep. If you're the idea of excommunication is that you were a part of a communion, right? You were a part of a, a community, right? So you're excommunicato, right? So, so okay. So for so example, so for this, example, for example. A guy does like beats on his wife, right? Unrepentant. Unrepentantly, yeah. And the church eldership has been like, "What is like this is, you know, this is you're in this is a this is mortal sin." And we've called the cops. We've called okay. the cops exactly. Yeah. So now he's like stalking her. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so we're like, "You're not coming to the church anymore." Like she's like she you're separated, and until you you know whatever you're you're, you're we'll out reinforce of the justice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Saint Thomas, as served by the law. Saint Thomas said that excommunication only takes place because of stubbornness. Right. That's yep. it. Yep. It never takes. No one is ever excommunicated because of sin. Right. If that was the prerequisite, we everybody would, would be kicked out. We would all be kicked out. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. And, and so it's it's about stubbornness. Yeah. It's about intransigence. It's about a refusal to to acknowledge sin yeah. and repent, and a refusal a refusal to change and and to cooperate with the process of change. Yeah. Uh, that it that brings um, yeah. satisfaction. But, but the reason why we have to have a formal way to deal with guys like this, for example, or you know whatever women they can they can they can be bad too. So point is is that how are other churches going to be warned? You know, like so. Totally. So that's why you have to have a process and go. No, we paper trail receipts. Absolutely. Yeah, I you, agree. You have that, that that like it is a due diligence towards the other because then he'll start going to another church, start creating problems. Yep. You know, and 
and you know what I mean? So, so long story short, yeah, we have to. So should we say administered by the elders, um, excommunication fits in the church membership, um, or. Okay. So I'm going to put this excommunication. Anyone need a drink or anything? I'll take a drink. A last resort to spiritual stubbornness. is um what's the word i'm looking for is what uh, it's is practiced uh is administered is administered thank you chris is administered i think it's purple by the church elders if you want the purple one in such cases in such in, yeah in such cases as needs be Did Sean hand sketch these? Yeah. Uh, and I would say Matthew 18 is the is the ref, fulcrum for that. Jesus says, right. go to the person. We're going to do yeah. footnotes all If he doesn't one, listen, go to the church. If he doesn't two, listen to the church. Yeah. If he doesn't listen to the church. We're going to scripture and verse every point in our second draft. By the way, uh, my meeting with Alex, yeah, that was 45 minutes ago. No, two. I thought it was at two, two. But he, it's two his time. Did you text him? Yeah, well, I just No, it says 2 p.m. our time. Does it? Yes, we have 15 minutes. Are you sure? I'll text him right now. Yeah, text him. You text him. Should we do bones to pick? No. Yeah, we should do bones to pick. Brian, are there, wait, are there any other ones that we need to get in there? I feel like those distinctives are pretty good. Do you want me to just great. list a few that might not have come up? Yeah. Um, flag flag dancing? Uh, flag waving? We do want to end, end partnership with a encounter weekend. So we could, yeah, but, but that's not a distinctive. Not a distinctive. That's a practice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, foundation of repentance. Uh, salvation of God. We we got all we got baptism. That's all covered, kind of in our worship doctrine. and praise. Yeah, we already got that. Uh, tithing and giving, which actually could fit in the church. Membership I think as tithing well. and giving is a membership issue. This is all. These are all. These are all. These just. These, these are, are a little bit more doctrinal. These, right? these are no. These are kind of more. Um, they're kind of more. What would you say like worship is? Like worship is like yes, it's a distinctive, but it's kind of like everybody worships. It's it's kind of it's kind of more of like a it's assumed, isn't it? It's kind of more like do you have to put a worship as an what do you think, Chris? I think these are doctrinal points. Yeah. I don't know if they're worth because if you put worship, it's like why put worship and not this and not that and not this. It, it seems to me that the, the theme of what we've been talking about has to do with church government and the and the way that the church is facilitated. Right. And all of the other things are covered in our statement of faith, which is sixteen points, which you can find on theosu.ca. Yeah. So that's on there. Okay, sword of the spirit, victorious Christian living. No. The church of Jesus, spiritual gifts and ministries, which we did touch on. Ascension yeah. gift ministries. These would be but those are doctrinal, right? These are all yeah. yeah, yeah. Marriage in the family, yeah. which marriage we did. In the we, family. we do have Tear in our statement. We have that in our statement of beliefs. Our statement shells. of faith. Church government, which we got. Yeah, so that's all I've got. Did we talk about uh, marriage in the family? It's in our statement of faith. What do you want me to read it? Yeah. Marriage in the family. I was at a Vietnamese restaurant eating uh, yesterday, two days ago, and, you know, it's an Asian restaurant, but in the kitchen they were blasting uh, Mexican music. (laughs) (laughs) Where? In Austin. (laughs) Okay, really? Pretty disorienting. 
whole experience. <laughs> that's that's uh, called uh, Asian fusion. Uh, okay, marriage. We believe that uh, God has ordained marriage and defined it as a covenant relationship between one man, one woman, and one woman and himself. Hence, we only recognize marriage between a biological Where's this? man. This is our statement of faith. Is this on, this is on the Theosu book? Oh, this is the yeah. Theosu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is our statement of faith yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, a biological man, biological woman. As a result, the staff and faculty of Theosu, or Holy Saints, yeah. will only participate in weddings and a solemnization of marriages between one man and one woman. So what we'll, what we'll actually do is um, we will only marry members. No. What? What? No, we're we're essentially done. We're essentially we're done. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's land All the plane. Right. Let's do this like five minutes quickly. Wrap it. Yeah. Okay. Let's just land the plane. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to do this, the meeting at three. Dad, you want to do something? Yes, I want to do something. No, I mean, do you want to like hang out? Yes. I'm finishing. I'm finishing home right now. No, I'm finishing the pod. Where are you guys staying? We're staying at Hyatt. You guys want to stay at my house? It's paid for for a week in advance. Oh, it is. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, it's great. It's got a, you walk in and there's a beautiful L-shaped couch and two beds. Beautiful. I wonder what Tiff was doing here. It's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. That's so good. Why don't you guys go down to my beach house? Well, they want to be with us. <laughs> They're here for the grandchildren. They show up, Nathan's like, why don't you leave? <laughs> no, I'm, actually, I'm saying that because I'm saying that because I love my beach house so much. You need to see, you need to see the new... The new oh I my new god. So Holy... No, it's fine. Alright. <laughs> why don't you leave? I'm on the spectrum. I'm on the spectrum and this guy's telling him to leave. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. Holy okay. cow. All right, bones to pick. Okay, let's do bones to pick. Oh. <coughs> oh. What's so funny? You know what I was, oh, you know, before we do, instead of doing bones to pick, can I just end with some things we were talking about about the church? Yes. So, yeah. A couple things. Um, I've been talk I've been thinking about it a lot and just talking with some friends and you know kind of about like what the vibe and the feel of the church needs to be and it, it if it is not theosu it is then it's 
We're not ourselves. It's not ourselves. Like if it if it's if it is not as as ludicrous as the podcast, <laughs> like you know what I mean. So it's got it has to be equal. Luda, yeah, not necessarily in content. Yeah, no, absolutely. But by who we are. Yeah. So that's exactly it. So John Norman said to me, dude, the biggest thing I need to say to you is like, if you are not your ridiculous self, and Brian's not his ridiculous self, Gabe's not his ridiculous self, and Chris is not like, if you guys aren't who you are, he's like. It's gonna, so it's gonna be so. It's gonna be so. It's gonna feel so so bad. Like it has to be. It has to have that feeling. He's like, and obviously, be sober in the moments where you know. So you're sober. Like you're leading worship. You're sacred. Not being an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, like we're not gonna be irreverent or. Yeah. Exactly. Know. Yeah. Exactly. And communion. You know. But like, it has to have. It has to keep being that barstool of Christianity yeah. Yeah. type, yeah. fun and you know engaging and being yourself. My my greatest fear is that. When you guys take the stage, because I can honestly say this about myself, you know me, you know my manner of life, you know what I'm, you know what I preach like. Am I different on stage? Same guy. I'm the same guy. I'm the same idiot, and I think that that's why people love me. It's like I, I will be insightful, but I'm Nathan. I can't, I can't be anybody else. And my, 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 my greatest fear is that any of us ever are not the way that you actually are. The way that you are in the car with me, the way that you are on the podcast with me, the way that you are at the gym with me, you guys have to you have to be that. Be a, be be somebody else, fake anywhere else. But at our church, <laughs> or don't. But no, I'm, I don't care. But at our church, you have to be that person. Do you know what I mean? Like who you are on the podcast, who you are at the gym, who you are when we're like hanging out and making memes. That is who you have it's, to be. It's, it's funny because I feel like Pentecostals are the only ones who really struggle with that. <laughs> <laughs> like Pentecostals are the ones who are like, yeah, hi, nice to meet you. And then when they're preaching, they're like, hey, hey, <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you feel that? Did you feel it? You know, and you're like, what are you, you know? So there's something about <laughs> Do you smell that? <laughs> you smell the rock is cooking? <laughs> oh, I'm preaching so good today. It's like, I don't know what, who you are. are you? Pentecostals. I don't know who you are. Exactly. Who are you? Like, right. yeah. they whip themselves up into a frenzy in, in many cases. And it's like, you know, it's not the Holy Spirit. It's literally just Form. there. It's, it's, yeah, it's like um, learned behavior and stuff. And we see that in charismatic stuff too. So it's like, yeah. But I think if you were talking to a room full of Presbyterians, they'd be like, what are you talking about? We can make, <laughs> we, we can make a meme about that. It shows just somebody being pleasant and then it cuts, it says Pentecostals out of the pulpit. <laughs> so it cuts in this Hulk Hogan. You know something, me, <laughs> Gene? Yes. You know something, AJ? Let me get something, me, Gene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> That's that's yeah. sick, dude. We got to get that's those amazing. WrestleMania. Yeah, that is that's get the those clip. WrestleMania clips for sure, dude. That's it. That right could be there. a slider. Yeah. Get a that bunch is, of them. We could just show Pentecostals doing the Sunday announcements. It's Hogan just going. It, no, it's Hogan. It's Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about like a slide through? Yeah, I could do that. Or Where he's like being it? interviewed by sixty minutes, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm really great." <laughs> and then the next slip is like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> tearing, brother." He's tearing his shirt. <laughs> Pentecost was announcing the picnic on Sunday. <laughs> you know so mean, Gene. <laughs> That's it. You do not want to miss it. These Torian pythons. <laughs> so you guys watch a lot more WrestleMania than me. 
you're literally pulling these out. This also this on this point, it does help me. It's a little bit freeing for me because I'm not like I haven't had a lot of time of communication like you guys all have had a ton, but I'm going to be communicating and yeah. I don't ever want to be, be the person who would put a fake thing on. Yeah. Um, but it also kind of takes some of the pressure off because totally. I'm like, I got to actually communicate, yeah. but I don't want to put on any form. I just no. want to be myself. Don't. So it's very yeah. freeing. We will never let you. Yeah, we will never let you put on any forms. And I want to have fun. I I don't like yeah. services that are not fun. Same. So it has to be. There's, yeah. there's but sacred when they need to be. Absolutely. But yeah. there's joy that is. I believe there's there's a psalm. Dad knows it off by heart. But it's about how uh, joy is heard in the tents of the righteous, and how you know church should be church should be fun. It should be joyful. I mean, you're literally celebrating. Yeah. The be- it's like you won the lottery. Oh, like, so it's you know like I mean? so it's it's supposed to be like Hillsong. <laughs> Well, in the some first, ways, yes. Yeah, great, totally. Yeah. Dude, the first, yeah. the first, uh, <laughs> the first sermon that you you share, yeah, it's like you share like the vision of the church, it should be yeah. called "Franklin in the Hands of an Angry God." <laughs> 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 and you're starting the church because Franklin is compromised. It's all going to hell. It's the yeah, Laodicean exactly. church. Why? Why a church? Why do we start a church? Because every church here is just doing the devil's work. <laughs> They're a bunch of papists. They're backslidden. They've compromised. They don't know the true gospel. <laughs> it's always the gospel. Yeah, I walked into that church. Right. I walked into the church. I didn't see a cross anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Great. Um, grapes. So, grapes. Wants to be pilot? I have one bone of I'm sorry. I okay, have, you yeah, get the closing please, bone. Yeah, please. I didn't get mine last time. I'm, I'm, probably, tired, of, I'm yeah. tired of people saying, let's go. Let's go. Like that. Let's go. Totally. Who says that? Everybody. Everybody. I do. That. Do I say that? No, no, let's no, go. No, no, no. You don't know. Like, oh, like, like let's go. Let's go. That's so good. Like, okay. No, yeah, it's like, just like go. a social media thing. Like, you know. You don't like that comment? No, I mean, it's just, I, I've never liked it and I see it all the time. I'm just. I think it's a Zoomer thing. I have a bone to pick. I, I totally agree with the let's go. Let's go so overrated. Yep. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I say let's go sometimes. Yeah, I think too. I do. No, no, I'm no, trying it, to think. No, no, no. It's not, it's not let's say let's go. Like not saying let's go like you want to go somewhere, but it's yeah, it's like an it's intimation of that where people are amazing. Pumped. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go. Like you're getting ready to start to do something cool and you're like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Great. That's I'm going to be using that a lot more. It's a good bone. Okay, this is I. I have a bone to pick. I've picked this bone probably before somewhere, but I don't like amen culture. Um, mm. You know, like I was at a amen. So like, yeah, so good. Amen. Oh yeah. Have you ever been to a tr- like the amen? The loudness of the amen so good to actually good things that are being said is it's a rough ratio. No, it's it's the the the, the worse the sermon, the higher the amens and the so goods. I can I gotta so, you know, literally, right. literally, literally because what they're doing is they're trying to help that person say something. Yeah, they're pumping them up. So what typically happens in a, in a Pentecostal church? We were told that we had to be loud in the first three, four rows. We right. were literally like, "You, you're leading. You're setting the. You're pace. leading it. Yeah. I, I'm like, no, 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 you're setting the pace. How about you preach something that's worth amening? And I will, I dude, I'll, I'll get up. Yeah. I mean, dude, if John Gray comes in and just and starts preaching in his prime, I mean, like, I'm, I'm standing up. You know what I mean? Like it's. Those those guys can can preach, right? Like I'm I'm there. I'm 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 happy to go, yeah, yeah, to rah 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 somebody who's killing it. You know what I mean? Like whatever. I can get into that, I can get into that Pentecostal American thing. Support. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not even supporting, it's just going it's reacting to like a really okay, great okay. Ex, you know, exhortation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're exhorted, exhorting, right? Preaching is exhorting. Yeah. Right? Teaching is is it's education and revelation. 
right? Where preaching is it's it's exhorting and with the goal of impartation, right? To impart a spirit, you know what I mean? Da, da, da. Anyways, long story short, I can get into that. Whatever. You know, like I, I don't I don't you know, but what I'm but what I'm saying is what I've found is at these types of churches, people will prop up really bad preaching with amens, wows, and yes, and that's so good. Right. And, 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 so, and it's, and you can feel it. You, and literally you'll see it's, it's, it's always the most emotive people on the front rows doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's typically women. Right. Mm. And they're going, Oh yeah. Oh, so good. Oh. <laughs> are you okay? Are you actually okay? And are you listening to anything that's being said? Yeah. You just amened. You know, okay, let's turn to the book of Revelation. Amen. Oh, so, good. so good. It's like, <laughs> all right, so there's a map here of Paul's missionary journey. So good. It's like, have you ever, have you ever heard? It's like, have you ever heard these people? Like, are you listening to what is coming out of your mouth? Or are you so just on caught up in your totally your emotional Pentecostal cultural autopilot? Exactly. You, there's no thought that's going on. And a lot of times, right, like the worse somebody is, the more it, Every, every sermon I've ever heard, any sermon that is worth its salt, people are thinking. They're quiet. They're going, oh. Right? They're just yeah. taking notes. They're like, like, you know what I mean? But somebody who's just, there's nothing there, and it's just a bunch of incoherent run-on sentences. Yeah. All yeah. you can do with that is, yeah, so, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're okay. I got you emotionally. I'm your emotional trust person. Do, yeah. it, do your trust fall into the first three rows? It would be I don't like that. Yeah. It well, would, that's, that's usually stirred up by the leader. I agreed. Think, yeah. I think the leaders like that. that. It's like, that. Yeah. Yeah, Expectation. It's like Gaston likes the guy who goes, no one sings like Gaston. Right. Gaston wants that guy to do that. Yep. And so leaders who are insecure are going to create that kind of culture. Yeah. To, to kind of prop themselves up. I heard a story of a guy, a pastor, like, like stopping a service and saying, okay, guys, come on. Like, you know, am I I'm, not preaching awesome? I'm preaching, the, are I'm you, preaching. are you not entertained? Totally. And, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, no, this is, <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm preaching better than you're clapping. I heard people say yeah, that. And I'm like, preaching better than you're clapping. Yeah. And like, I have, what's that, I have dude? friends, I have friends who I know they say that not because they, they're thinking. They do it because it's just one of those preacher things that they've picked up. Touch, you know a, what I mean? touch a neighbor and say he's here. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. It's like totally. We're all nervous. We're all trying to do our yeah. best. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not coming after anybody. But and and I and I see like I see mm. the value of having people in your first three rows setting the pace culturally for your church. So for example, an atmosphere. It, yeah. If you're a leader, I, I do want you to sit in the front row, and I do want you to like. Worship. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to on your phone, in your hands, in your pockets. You know what I mean? Like, I think that you should be setting the pace and giving people... Engaged. You yep. know, giving people who are visiting the advantage to see, oh, this is what we do. We worship God. Like, that, that's fine. I don't have problems with that. Yeah, there's no problem with amening. There's no it's, problem with amening. No, the, I the say amen. Is, I say that's good. Yeah. Well, you when were putting good. A, you were putting your finger on amen culture. Absolutely. Which is a to great distinction. Yes. Yeah. Give me something to amen about. And amen. I will amen. Well, you can call it amenism. 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 A womanism. A womanism. Amenism. Yeah. A womanism. I will say though, I have a buddy who who get who does a Simon Says type stuff. He preaches up in Detroit, and that church is electric when he does it. It's super cool. But it's probably like maybe like it's just well, if the whole church. Hold on, if the whole church yeah. is going off, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's not what he's yeah, talking about. No, he's talking no, no, about no, no, three no, rows. I, I, yes. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I, no, I, I get in a, it. In a church. You know? Yeah, but yeah. he. But his. The I like the name for that. Simon says. Yeah. What the Simon says, but and there's this one. This one thing he'll do would be like, um, grab a neighbor by the hand and shake it, like you're getting ready to shake it, their arm off, right? And then he says, "Tell your neighbor, I may not be." They go, "I may not be all that I want to be, all that I want to be, but because of Jesus." I'm getting better every day. And when he does it, it's just like every time the church's the ceiling pops off. That's cool. That's great. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I like I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, that's great. No, that's a that and he's leading a group activity. I love that. Yeah. So Brian, that's what yeah. that's you need right. to do. Holy Saints. I'm gonna make a holy yeah. <laughs> Saints. Holy Saints Holy Saints Holy Saints will be Holy Saints will be a dialed in church. A church that is, you know, but it's not gonna be an amen culture. Amen. Who, who's got a who's got a bone to pick? Anymore? I'm good. I got a bone, a bone to pick with this kid running around here making all this noise. <laughs> Just kidding. Just Theo. kidding. Theo um, Vaughn. Oh, I, uh, not a bone to pick. Uh, I saw Aaron Sterling today again at the cafe. Nice. And I asked him what he's working on. He's working on a John Mayer record. Nice. Wow. In L.A. Very a, cool. A new record. Thank and he you. records 15 songs a week right now for drums at, in his own studio. Wow. Wow. Busy boy. Busy boy. Where's he is. Okay, ladies and germs. That's good. Thank you all for watching. Cheers. Bye.